contrary to the bulletin, this is the gospel according to Luke, the third chapter. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Every year, just weeks after we rejoice at the Christmas story and how our Savior Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and days after we celebrate the Magi's gifts at Epiphany, we fast forward to this story, and we hear how our Lord Jesus, now a 30-something-year-old man, was baptized in the waters of the River Jordan by his cousin John. The story is the hinge on the door through which we enter Jesus' earthly ministry. His ministry is christened with his Father's words. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. These words are an affirmation of who God knows Jesus to be, a confirmation that he belongs to God, and a declaration that God loves him. God's words to Jesus in Luke's Gospel echo those in Isaiah 43, when God tells God's people, I have called you by name. You are mine. You are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. Affirmation, confirmation, and declaration. With these saving and redeeming words, God draws us into life with God. In Isaiah, God is addressing an exiled Israel, a sinful and defeated community. And we hear God's judgment. In Isaiah 42, just before these verses, God doesn't pretend that God's people haven't sinned or turned away from God. And God doesn't give them license to ignore God's commands or be self-indulgent. 
as the psalmist recalls in Psalm 139, God is the one who formed our inward parts and knit us together. So God already knows us from the inside out. And the same God who created us and witnesses our sinfulness and our defiance says, you are mine. God says, you are my child, and that is your identity. Not your occupation or education or income, not your politics or your neighborhood. Our identity is only found in the Lord our God who created us and rescues us from bondage to sin. And the good news is that this same God, the very one who created us and names us children of God, loves us despite our sin and brokenness. That is grace. Grace says you are enough. Grace says you made a mistake, but you are not a mistake. Grace says I love you still. More than 30 years ago now in college, I hit a low point in my own life where I couldn't hear those words. But through the people God put in my life, like Lori, a classmate who later became my roommate, Tim, a high school friend who was at JMU with us. God gave me ears to hear of God's amazing grace and finally understand that grace was for me too. God's promised and unconditional grace is at the heart of my ministry with you all because as pastor I get to tell you each how much God loves you. Each and every one of you, even when you can't hear it or believe it. You, yes, you, are precious, honored, and loved by God because you belong to Him. As we celebrate the baptism of our Lord, we celebrate God's words of affirmation, confirmation, and declaration for Jesus and for each of us. In the Lutheran tradition, we recognize baptism as God's action for us. God is saving. God is redeeming. In the waters of baptism, we understand that God marks us and claims us as God's children. And in the waters of baptism, God seals God's love for us. No matter what we might have done or what might yet happen. So today and every day, we are encouraged to remember our own baptisms. Not necessarily the event of them, but the meaning of them. So wherever you find water, whether it's at the font or a bathroom sink, or in the rain that is going to fall from the sky later today, when you feel the splash of water upon your face, thank God for claiming you, for naming you, and for saving you.
good and gracious God. Thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son Jesus to live among your people, that we would know how much you love us. Thank you for knitting us together and forming us as your children and your people. And thank you for your grace, abundant and bountiful, forgiving and loving, and given especially when we do not deserve it. Show us how to love others with the love you have given us, that they too would know they 